Hey, y'all, I'm Jimmy Carroll, and you probably know me from MTV's longest-running show, The Challenge. Buckle up and get ready for this unfiltered podcast because I'm covering everything from my time on MTV to pop culture to what happens when you stop being polite and start getting real. Listen to Just Jim wherever you get your podcast. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person, I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Well, everyone, you asked for it, so you're getting it. Your favorite gifting episode this holiday season. We are giving you eight days days of of Ronica. Ronica. And what we're going to do is we're going to curate our eight favorite holiday finds. You think Oprah's the only one that can do this? Forget it. Oprah gets paid to do it. We're doing this because we We're know it. We're just telling you what we love. That's right. On December 10th, Brian and I are going to tell you our eight favorite things at every price point. Use them for yourself. Give them as a gift. This is the time of year that you should take care of everybody. And we're going to be answering all of your questions about how you should be gifting. So send us your questions to askbrona at gmail.com. Wondering about your mother, your dog, your mother-in-law. Give your dog a bone. (laughs) Not your dog. Not your dog. We're not doing pets. An ex-teacher. Yeah. A neighbor. Yeah, sexy teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Send us your gifting questions and we're going to answer them, but get them in now because we're going to be... We're going to be like Santa. We're going to be so covered in mail. We're not. We're going to have to sift through them and see who makes it through. Eight, Eight days, days of Ronica. I love it. Rana, I have a question. Um, I was wondering if you had any fancy friends in Los Angeles who are hosting Thanksgiving. I actually don't have any friends. And I'm sort of... Welcome to Ask Rana. Sorry. With Rana. And Brian. And a desperate Brian. (laughs) uh, We're coming down to the wire. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I just had to get it out of the I mean, who needs it more this week than you? A little advice, it seems. I mean, I... I What's going on? You know, I... What happened to that guy you see? Oh, he's sort of still in the picture. Um, but Thanksgiving's very personal. It's very personal. People go to their families. That would be a lot of pressure. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, and so I, I don't think we're ready. So he chose his family over you. So, uh, <laughs> once again, Ronna, you're never wrong. <laughs> but you. Ride. I don't mean to laugh, Brian, but you just, you, I mean, take a breath, Dio. What's going on? No, nothing. I, I just... I just wish what happened with Thanksgiving. Well, I can't go home this year. Okay. And so I wanted to have just an experience in like a cozy house with just a fire roaring. And yeah. I don't have friends like that. Everyone rents. And you don't have a house. I don't have a And you don't have a fire. Do yeah. you have a fireplace in you? I in do your have condo? a fireplace, but it needs to be repaired. And get this. It's very expensive. Well, they'd love to I have a chimney guy in Los Angeles if you look at Is it one. Fiddler on the Roof? No. That's my chimney guy. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I wouldn't use them. 
Which, by the way, seems I bet like they a, only non-Jewish people use Fiddler on the Roof probably to do the chimney. I should ask. What's the quote? I bet it's about fifteen grand. They want to charge you for a chimney. It varies fix. from what kind of chimney fix I want. Yeah. So if I oh, want, if you want to redo the outside, if or? I want a wood burning, it's fifteen thousand. If I want anything gas or anything else, it's much less. That is a real pickle. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you because I couldn't live in a house that didn't have a wood burning. Really? Uh, fireplace. Okay. A so half. That's. I love a half. You're and not, this is what you yearn a for. A what? A half. What is a hearth? A half. Does that always mean a, a kitchen? Uh, I mean, a fireplace? It do, it certainly means fire, yes. For oh, sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. I never even half knew that. Hearth and home, dear. Okay. Well, so for hearth and home this year, I was wondering if there was any chance that you were going to be in LA. Staying with one of your... Okay, Brian. You know what? Let's just rewind. Let's stop for a second. Let's rewind. Because you're acting like you don't know what I do for Thanksgiving every year. Well, I and just wasn't sure if you were doing a West me. Coast version and maybe I could No, I'm not doing over. a West Coast version. Why would I have a gorgeous home on the edge of a beautiful wetland in Martha's Vineyard where the pilgrims practically landed and should have landed if they were smart, except then they'd be on an island, so they were smarter not to land there because it would have been a real pain to get everybody off at Martha's Vineyard and back onto, onto Plymouth. That's true. But, I mean, you want that Thanksgiving feeling. Of course. Exactly. You want to be... Every season, you want to be in the place that feels like where you're supposed to be. So I'm just wondering what you're doing this year. Because you, so, Brian, I've received the message. You've invited yourself no, to the Absolutely not. I was wondering. On? I thought it would be a matter of, of convenience. For who? Well, I didn't know if you were going to go stay with like, no, I, I don't know who Every Thanksgiving, I go to my home on the vineyard. Right. And I invite a sampling, a salon of sorts. Uh-huh. A sampling of people who I think, I wouldn't mind spending a couple of days with them. Mm. Everyone is invited to arrive Wednesday from 4 p.m., okay? That's great. 4 p.m., cocktails are served at 7. Okay. On Wednesday? Thanksgiving's Thursday. Oh, we okay. start this. What do you want? You want to arrive at Thursday at 11 a.m. when I'm in the middle of cooking? I mean. When I'm paying attention to my turkey, you want to arrive and you want me to make sure that you're taken care of? Well, no. I don't know Everyone what you're has to settle. It. These are the rules, Brian. If you want to come, you have to listen, okay? Okay. You have, everyone has to settle in the night before, all right? Once they are settled in, of course, everything will be provided. There is a croissant. So, was there in the a morning. lights out situation on Wednesday? No, you, oh, okay. I'm, you're a grown up. I'm not going to tuck you in unless you're really that desperate. And then, you know, if you need me to come turn your light off while you're reading or whatever, I could probably take care of that. Seems like you're having a little bit of a moment. Well, I just need some. I just need some warm feeling. I would be willing to put you in the art barn. And not there the house. is an no. Well, <laughs> the art barn has an absolutely stunning. Bathtub. Oh, really? And I like know a you're cowboy a tub? That. Yeah. Oh, great. It's, abs- it's just like a cowboy tub, actually. Sounds great. There's a cowboy tub outside, and there is inside a clawfoot, but it's not a small clawfoot like you're thinking of. No. And, it's, no. It's, and don't worry, I've had a little shelf put in so that it's comfortable for your neck, because the problem with the clawfoot is that your head leans, leans You know, back. there's no way to go. Yeah, you're like yeah, a Don't worry, it's perfect size. Uh, because Bob used to go out there and bathe on occasion. He loved yeah. it because there's a great view mm-hmm. out onto the wetlands from the barn. Oh, that's nice. I insist. And if I'm ever going to have a, a bathtub that I would ever go in, I want a view out my bathtub. Yeah. It's very important to me. I understand. So we could put you in the art barn. Okay. But as you know, I do a sweat giving. Yeah, that's right. So you all wear like cashmere, Lululemon. Cashmere, or... cashmere, cashmere. Oh, okay. Everybody is in cashmere sweats. 
And what if you don't have any? But the, the but the table setting is formal. And well, if you don't have any, maybe that's what you're going to get for yourself. Or maybe there'll be a pair on your pillow when you arrive. You never know. That Mr. Sounds... Por- Mr. Porter is having a uh, 7,500 miles on American Express deal at the moment. Is there a Santa in Judaism? It's called Rona Glickman. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, we could probably squeeze you in. Let me have a word with um, Elaine's coming with her girls. I would love to meet Elaine. So let me have a word with Elaine because Elaine can be a little particular about who she's willing Tell to Tell her I'll buy the cashmere because Elaine is... From Bergdorf Goodman, right? Yes. She works Elaine there. Goodman is my one of my dearest friends in the world, uh, Elaine Goodman. Right, as, as in, in Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman, right. correct. And especially uh, now more than ever, we need the Bergdorf Goodmans because I kind of I'm not going to get into this right now. But now I, more than I, ever. Well, I am beside myself about Bonnie's closing. Oh yeah, I it's, am beside it's, myself. It's on the block about Bonnie's. It's closing. bankrupt now, right? Uh, they are not only bankrupt; they have been sold to another company which is going to slice them up and just uh, use them for licensing. Oh, And okay. it's clo- they're closing the flagship. on They're closing all the stores except in Japan because it's licensed to somebody else. Oh. And so Madison Avenue is closing. It, it might be closed by the time this is. I'm not even kidding. Oh, God. I mean, they, it's day to day. Horrible. And I'll tell the story of uh, using my last merchandise credit slash gift card on another that show. must have been a traumatizing yeah. experience yeah no it's horrible it's the end of an era it's an absolutely wonderful store yeah. and they do something that no one else does and they've been slipping i would say for the last five to seven years Oof. for sure if not the last decade and there's been some mismanagement but how they got into this situation i'll never understand well i was thinking so don't go there if, well actually what if i order go, my pajamas from bergdorf goodman you could go there uh-huh. They probably have a Bonnie's in-house brand because it's a fire sale right now, so you might get them for nothing. Okay. Try that first. Okay. If you don't can't get any cashmere sweats there, I always go straight to James Purse, of course. Right. And so if you can't manage to get to James Purse for a minute, Jordan loves their teas and loves their cashmeres, mm-hmm. I might be willing to leave a set on your pillow. And Elaine, I don't know how she operates or if she carries like percentage off or if she has lending oh, weight oh, to pull Oh, I think you there. better stop talking right okay. now. Okay, that's fine. Okay. You <laughs> You haven't even met her and you want a discount? <laughs> no, but I You're thought you could say you wanted your, a discount. I have never had a discount at Bergdorf Goodman in my entire life because when a friend of mine has a business, I want to pay full price. Yeah, that's, you're right. That's how I feel about it. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, um. Speaking of Thanksgiving, though, I do, we did have one uh, question from, from a listener about Thanksgiving and what, how they're going to do their Thanksgiving. Okay. I'd love to hear it. The day after Thanksgiving, my husband's family does a wine tasting with food pairing. If you don't, if you, I don't know whether I love or hate these people already. Everyone brings a bottle of wine to taste with a small bite that goes with the wine. This year, the theme is wine from the central coast of California. Do you have a favorite wine from the central coast of California you would suggest and a food pairing to go with it? We have no one with food restrictions this year. So anything goes. Okay, you know what, Brian? Let's call George from Silver Lake Wine. I'd love to. George, can you hear me? Yeah, okay. yes I can. Um, it's Rana Glickman. How are you, dear? Good, how are you? Good Bri- to Brian, hear from you. Brian Safi, how's it going? I'm here with my yeah. co-host, Brian Safi. Yeah. Now, Hi, Brian. Hi. And you might know Brian. I hear he's a regular. It's Silver Lake. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's Wednesday night somewhere. (laughs) So here's the situation, George. 
We receive, we're doing our show. We ask Ron, of course, it's a huge hit. Huge hit, if you sure. haven't If you haven't heard. Yeah. Here's a question we got from Alista, and I said, I have to go straight to the source. Because <laughs> if I need an opinion on a California, on any wine, really, but certainly on a California wine, I'm going straight to Silver Lake Wine. It's the only place. I mean, because not only do you have wonderful taste in all kinds of wine, you know all of the little producers that other people don't know. And you carry them. And by the way, people can order. They'll ship to you. Yeah. Is my understanding. Okay. So here's the situation. You know, I live right around the corner from there, just so you know, next time you could stop on by or whatever. But yeah. So what's the question? (laughs) You know, sometimes I think the show's about listeners and sometimes I think it's about Brian George. Sorry. (laughs) So what do you think? Central Coast wine with a food. Okay. With with a bite. Uh, With a bite. Okay. Red or white? Let's go from wine. Let's go with the wine first and the bite later. Okay, okay. wonderful. So, white or red? Start with white. Sure. Okay. Uh, the the people I'm going to recommend are actually, um, and and I'll recommend it with either. I've got uh, two things that I think are great, and so you can do either red or white. But I'll I'll rec- recommend them. Uh, so it's called Holus Bolus Winery, and they make a. Um, uh, they have started their own vineyard now called the Joy Fantastic because Amy is a, pre, uh, a Prince uh, fan. But uh, their regular brand is Holus Bolus, and they uh, source grapes from various different uh, vineyards in the Central Coast. Uh, so they make one. The white wine is a Roussan, which is uh, a grape that usually grows in most, I mean, the, the most uh, uh, elevated ones come from the Northern Rhone. Okay. And uh, and so this is a, a rich, uh, uh, not sweet, but it has just a, a, a texture and a, a, a little bit of a mm, subtle tropical like Mexican papaya, not like, uh, you know, super floral or, or fruity or anything, but just this really subtle creamy aspect that I love. Um, Terrific. Sexy. And, it, and if you're doing that, you know, some kind of... Uh, a perfect bite with that would be something with uh, maybe like a single scallop with the, uh, you know, the uh, treatment of choice. It, it'd be pretty flexible. Delicious. So you, Fabulous. Could yeah, you wrap bacon yeah. around it? You I could. mean, all people it's, want to do is wrap bacon around a scallop. It's, let's it's, be honest. It's, it's rich enough that you could definitely wrap the bacon around it. Okay. But you fine. could do it in any number of fashion. So it's pretty scallop. much. Okay. Yeah, what about for yeah. reds? The red, uh, I'm going to recommend one of theirs again uh, because I'm on the payroll. Um, no, no, I'm not. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, but no, but they're they're good friends. Um, well, and you're not not wines. on the payroll. You're selling their wine, but they're, they're, I'm no, selling their wine. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. So what's what's yeah. their red? Um, so they also make a uh, they make several Syrahs, but there's one from a, a, a vineyard called Presqu'Ile, and uh, that is my favorite. Uh, and to me, it's kind of a a dead ringer for a French Cornasse, which is again from the Northern Rhone. Oh, t- uh, and is there a year on these? Um, you know, I'm trying to remember what well, the, any old what, year. They're all good. Well, the, they're the, all what, good. What, what what is out now? They they always sell out. I, I believe what's what's in stock now is is the uh, is the 2014. Or 15. Okay, so whatever you can get your hands on because they sell out yeah. quickly. And what yeah. would you do for a bite with the red? The Central Coast has their you know famous barbecue type thing, so you could do uh, some kind of a you know Central Coast barbecue style uh, little bite of uh, you know. Well, steak I didn't or know something. the Central Coast was known for its barbecue. Oh yeah, they are. Really? Yeah, just get a uh, tiny rib. 
chug that wine. Or yeah, you could yeah, do, you yeah. know what you could do is you could do as a nod to California, you could do a teeny tiny little taco, like a short rib taco or Hilarious. a carne asada That's taco. So if you wanted to combine the barbecue and the California together, I love it. Yeah. George, we can't thank you enough. We truly can't. And we're going to make sure that we tell everybody Silver Lake Wine, silverlakewine.com. Yeah. yeah. But they also own Highland Park Wine. Yeah. And I'll just come into Hippo yeah. and, we'll, and Hippo. We'll, get, we'll scratch each other's backs. The whole <laughs> oh thing. God. Absolutely. My God, Brian. Thanks, George. George, thank you All so right. much. Have a wonderful day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, she's she's only been here ten seconds, and she's already turned the place upside down. <laughs> I am. She's a in... total manuvel, as we say in Yiddish, which means a devil. <laughs> she's a whirling dervish. I'm in love. She's with from her. Rhode Island. She was in Rhode Island, which is how she made it to Boston. Which is so how we got her in Marblehead so quickly. The star of Insatiable. You're not kidding. Would you accept this Rose podcast? Yes. She does it all. She's comedian extraordinaire. And how she puts herself together so beautifully. You really are. Time and Top time notch. again, it is an art form that she is practicing. It's Arden, not Mirren, Marine. not Myron. It's Marine. Arden Marine. Oh my God, thank you. You got it right. Thank you so much. Hello. Arden, how are you, dear? I'm so good. It's so nice to see you, Ronnie. You look oh, beautiful. Oh, thank you. I've never seen Autumn Rana, and I love it. I'm in a cozy sweater. Is that cashmere? Yeah, I assume you're down here because it's Thanksgiving coming up this week. Yes, it is. Yeah, and so I know. I like to go to Plymouth Rock. Yeah, do you? Every Thanksgiving. The, yeah. I like to. I like to go. I like to go reenact. We, we were just talking about Plymouth Rock. As were a you? Matter of fact. Do you make your own popovers when you're there? I love a pop. Oh my god, I yeah, love a popover. I bet you do. I'm not even angry at. I'm not angry at, at Yorkshire a Yorkshire pudding. pudding. I'm yeah. not mad at a Yorkshire pudding. But you put that in a cute little muffin tin. Oh, girl. It is. You know that is not a southern thing at all. I didn't grow up with that at all. But it is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. And delicious. It's like delicious. an eggy muffin. Yeah. I actually don't love the flavor. To me, what? it's like those, it tastes like soup nuts, which I don't enjoy. What's a soup nut? A soup nut is a crouton you do not want in your soup. I don't yeah. know a soup yeah. nut, but I, but I don't want a crouton. It tastes like paper. Yeah, I don't want that. Hasn't been, and then they get taste like wet paper. Marblehead is so this beautiful this time. Your carriage house, you've decked it out. I mean, your decorations are yeah, in, oh, insane. This is this is this is nothing. This is what's left over. I mean, this how is a many, brick of brick situation? How many glue you should guns? see the house? Yeah, it's amazing. I you mean, see the house. I, you won't let me in the house, but I appreciate being let in. the I will house. let you in the house. I just I'm, mentioned I apologize. that I wanted you to take your duck boots off. Okay, well, I I was excited to be able to wear them. They do keep my toes in, cold, but they're cute. When you live in California, you can't wear your duck boots. No, I tried to. I wore them on a few auditions, and I didn't get the. I didn't get called. But we have plenty. Only the duck boots. I wear only. Duck boots, huge bush, turtleneck, and a top hat, and it was to play a lawyer <laughs> oh, uh, shit. on NCIS Los Angeles. You know, I'll tell you, Hollywood cannot suspend their imaginations for one second. <laughs> no, they're like, I don't get it. They don't How see are the you work. in law school? It's like you don't see me. So Adam, yes, on our show, yes, people write into us. I love it, and then we give them advice. I love it. Okay, great. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna give people a little advice. Uh, Rana, you I want think, to start or you well, want I me to start? You should be the first one because I don't know how to pronounce the phrase in it. Okay. okay. Well, that's, we'll see what's Rana, going on your skin here. looks beautiful. Can I just Thank say? You. Your complexion looks very nice. You know what? I take care of my skin. Do you? I'm not going to sit here and say it. What do you do? Olay, Pons. <laughs> do you do cold <laughs> yeah, cream? Cold, cold cream? Cold <laughs> cream. Yeah, that's what I do. No, it looks nice. Thank it you. Thank you. I'd be happy to share any of my secrets with you. I'll of take course. I would love to hear. I'll take it. Dear Rana, I'm writing to you from Toronto. 
where the winters are long and dismal. I really like the Scandinavian concept of hygge and have tried to apply its philosophy in the last couple of years by focusing on being cozy with candles and hot chocolate, not to mention a lot of vitamin D supplements. But I was wondering if you had a take on it. What are your favorite winter rituals and what do you do to keep the seasonal depression at bay? Do you have any suggestions for living your best, most fabulous life when it's freezing cold and you haven't seen the sun in four months? Yours, Cam. Well, Arden, you are Scandinavian, I am. I am Scandinavian. I Where like, do you hail from? People? Uh, my people hail from uh, Sweden and Norway. Uh, a lot of drunk Vikings. And Meereen is a, uh, is a Scandinavian name? It's a Swedish name. Yeah. Yes. Do you know how they say it in Swedish? <laughs> Truly? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's not marine, but that's what it's been bastardized to. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to either place? I went to Sweden once. It was very expensive, and there was a lot of very tall men who, they all wore the- um, Cable knit sweaters. They wore the polo shirts with the, the polo player the size of like a oh, salad plate. Oh, the sal- polo like these hot Like hot guys. So what did you go in 2000? Four. No, I went like three years ago, and they are really? loving that. They are still like you're like, who buys this? Oh, all of Scandinavia. I thought all of that was in a landfill by now. <laughs> you know, you, you know hope. those trends. You always think, well, yeah, I'm either going to see a picture of a child in Peru wearing this with no <laughs> pants on, or it's in the landfill. Or I could wear when that. You see the, you all those that old. I could do my next audition when I audition <laughs> play the judge who's stern but fair and loves polo. It's you know, <laughs> I could. <see. laughs> I can see, but isn't affiliated with any one team. No, yeah, no. <laughs> she, she's, you know, it's I hard should to... say club. Polo, uh, they club, play club. A club. It's a club, a club sport, not a team sport. Are you yeah. familiar with Hygge? I actually how do, do you say... know about Hygge? How do you say Is that how you say I it? I think it's, I don't know how to say it properly. Isn't it like Hygge? Maybe you, Song's going to look it up. Every, every episode, I give him something to do, and sometimes he does it, and sometimes he doesn't. No, he looks like so he's, we'll he, see. He, he looks like a wild card. But maybe he can find the. Uh, you you know on YouTube tube they tell you the pronunciation and isn't it the phenomenal what is it YouTube YouTube is Brian's new network I'll YouTube, tell you I'll tell it. YouTube here's what it is it's like the idea of okay so it's cold out we're in Scandinavia rather than throw ourselves into a fjord and commit suicide yeah we're gonna put four thousand candles out yeah we're gonna get some like furry fake furry throws from IKEA yeah we're gonna like make some like yummy stew and soup and like make it be like oh, we're cozy and hang like string lights with our fake furs everywhere correct that's here you get I don't think the fur is a fake. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah, there. I think it's, it's actual sheepskin. I think we're going to go kill a sheep and put it on our floor. It's you're, all about being cozy and hunkering down I in love those that. months. Well, and, you're both from cold climates. So well, I've, my answer is the same answer I gave you. For, so, you, you, Brian, before you arrived, Brian and I were talking about Thanksgiving. Great, great. Brian, it seems, will be joining my family. Great. On Martha's Vineyard. Score. This weekend. Nice. Now, what I do for Thanksgiving is I do a sweatsgiving. Great. So what that means is that I set the table beautifully. Love it, of course. I light all the candles, all the smells. I make a beautiful formal meal. But who wants to be dressed formally on Thanksgiving? What you want to wear is a pair of cashmere sweatpants. Oh, cashmere. That's not so hot? That's not hot? My answer to Hugo is cashmere, cashmere, cashmere. Great. Cashmere. And if you don't have a lot of dough, my first answer is cashmere socks. <laughs> Buy yourself they don't even have to. They also make, I have a wonderful pair of Japanese cotton socks, which are also very comfortable. Jace, TJ Maxx has some nice good on sale cashmere. As does a brand I called bu- Pudas. I believe you. A brand called what? P-U-D-U-S. The socks are about $20 a pair, and they are, they was on Oprah, Oprah's favorite things last year. That's how I know it. P-U-D-U-S? I believe so. Okay. And it is 
they're so so nice and cozy. So you have them. I have three pairs. I love okay. this time of year. So you know I, a little something about this. I you, only know about that, but yeah. Don't you like dark early? I like the pressure off that I'm supposed to be out running around. I want to like watch TV and, and like light a fire and play a game. God, it gets dark very early here. Yeah, I mean, it's no, I it's know. pitch black at three. There was a lot of owls that yeah, were attacking me re- when I walked in. <laughs> you must remember that from your childhood. No, I do. I do. I was yeah. frightened walking in. Yeah, it could be a bit much. No, like three but owls I, came at me. But I do think that, with a great horn or more like a barn owl. There was one great horn and there was two barn owls. Yeah. Followed by the great horn was the leader. It's very obviously. surprising that they were all together in a troop like that. They really they're, hated Because they're very, they're very <laughs> territorial. <laughs> no, they they so were the united. Fact that you inspired them to hunt in a pack. <laughs> yeah. It's a common enemy. It unites people. <laughs> it actually is like, uh, your enemy is my enemy. Now we're friends. Do you have any winter winter rituals? Sun um, I, growing up, I I go to Vermont every year for New Year's. I like to go sledding. Oh, do you? What I do you like, do there? I go. I like to go skiing. And Where do you go? Stow. I used to go up to Woodstock, and now uh-huh. I go up to Waitsfield, the Sugarbush area. Oh, Sugarbush, the Sugarbush area. Yeah. And then I like to go drunk sledding on New Year's. Sledding is fun if you have access to a sled. You need, it requires no skill, just fear, just, fearlessness, a lack of self self preservation. Yeah. No, sledding is fun. Sledding is fun. It makes your tummy turn. It makes your tummy turn. I like yeah. cocoa. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. No. Yeah. I like so you're winter. interested in, the, in this. In the, I mean, it's something we know a little something about How in this part of the country. Put on a muff. Put on a nice snood. A muff is very cute. So cute. And I never really see any. Well, it's Los Angeles. I but don't I care really for a muff. <laughs> I'm oh, really? wear, I wore a muff during pilot season very, 2015. Very and impractical. It wasn't, it wasn't successful. Very impractical. I wore it to play a police officer. <laughs> oh sure you did. You I, love you love to dress against type I when do. you go in for an audition. I like to That's what we're learning about it's you. Defy. I defy it. I'm like I dare you to cast me. I'm will, a wild card. I will say this: if you just want to drink straight horribleness, Ina Gardens. You guys are not going to like this. Uh, white hot chocolate is. I'm not mad at that. Un- but do you like white chocolate? I like I like sweets. It's unbelievable. I bet. White chocolate is not chocolate. We've had this conversation. I know. They need to call it something else. Like caro. Yeah. Or, or something. Syrup. Do you, they just need to call it something do else. Do you watch the Great British Bake Off? I do not. I do. I am uh, very friendly with Sue Perkins, who's on Great British Bake Off, though. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. a great show. Yeah. That's a good winter thing. I didn't get into it early enough. No, so you can uh, you can start anytime. It's yeah. very sweet. I'm it's sure very it sweet. Is. I it, have seen it. It's like the TV version of Prozac, but whenever it's a chocolate thing and people pick white chocolate, I get mad for them because I know they're not going to win because it's not chocolate. And yeah. By the way, I feel like every single one of those desserts, even the winners, are disgusting. What do but you I mean? Lo- the show's so cozy, but there's just Here's it's all show problem. and no go. I Here's feel like. Here's the thing. People oh don't yes, to- he's throwing down. Well, you the hate thing the people bake-off. don't want to talk about is that cake does not taste good. No, in the not... United Kingdom. Oh, oh, they decorate cakes beautifully. I they see. absolutely do. I mean, you. It's. I think that's the reason, honestly, that I don't watch, is because I know what all those cakes. They don't taste, taste like. good. I've tried them all. They taste, <laughs> and they call. They even call them sponge. That's what they call it, because it's. <laughs> they're all very dry, and there's something I don't know why, but our cake here in this country was reason enough for the pilgrims to come this way. And if if this is how cake has evolved into what we have in America versus what they have there, everybody was right to leave and come here. Great. I have another tip, which actually, Arden, this comes from you. Great. A weighted blanket. Oh my God, I love a weighted blanket. They feel like a hug. Not too heavy though, because I've gotten too heavy and I can't, it's hard for me to maneuver it around the house and then you're almost like pinned down. Are you walking around the house with your blanket on your your body? (laughs) 
just when I'm um, anxious and pacing and just, just doing my rage, my primal screams before bed. Like, get your shit together. You get it together, you piece of shit, and everybody knows it. Like a cape, but it's so heavy, but then I want to lose weight when I'm walking with it, like a, like, like a sweating thing. Like you're thing. lifting. Like I'm lifting. I don't do a weighted blanket, but I do do two down comforters. Nice. On my bed. You got to borrow. In the winter. Like a that borrow. That sounds delightful. And yes, it does. that acts as a... As a weighted blanket. Yeah. Where do you All go? Right, in- that's enough suggestions. Okay, great. Cam, Here you go. But Cam, you've got the right idea. You need to burrow in. Burrow. And I would probably take, you might want to try Brian's white hot chocolate, but you also might not want to have too much hot chocolate. Otherwise, we're going to be getting a letter from you in three months uh, in March telling us what's your, what's your workout program, Ron? Three years ago, I gained 25 pounds over November and December. I did that once when I discovered <laughs> pumpkin pie, and I never had one slice. I just kept evening it off. A, you can't eat and a I, slice of a pie. No, I kept evening pie, it, it off. to be finished. I, I evened off the entire yep. pie, and, and I gained like 25 pounds. Oh, you didn't <laughs> want to have that uneven slice? On the, I just on the was pie. like, I'm not going to. I'll just even this off. And then I ate everything. All right. Should we take a phone call? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. You're going to love this song. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, this is soothing. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. You're on with Rana. And Hi, Brian. Rana. And Arden. And Arden Marine. We have Arden Marine. Oh, How are okay. you? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Can you hear me okay? Oh, oh yeah. We're delighted. Now, who are we speaking with or would you rather remain anonymous? Uh, this is Aaron from Brooklyn, New York. Okay, another Brooklyn. Have you been to Wegmans yet? No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's talking about Wegmans. <laughs> yeah. What's Wegmans? It's a oh. supermarket. Brooklyn oh, can't yeah, I believe read about it, it got a supermarket. I, I read about that. They yeah. were so excited. For you, it's called I've a Tuesday. It. Yeah. For them, it's, it's called the coming. event of the year. Yeah, they were so yeah. like, Stop and Shop arrived, and they can't believe it. Yeah, right. well, they because, you know, they were all used to buying, you know, half a quart of milk and keeping that in the fridge and sure. calling that shopping. Sure. Aaron. What is your Aaron, tell us everything. What's going on, dear? Okay, so let me give you a little bit of background information on the situation first. Okay, but not too much. Not too much. Um, So my father is a born-again Christian. Okay. Um, (laughs) Well, then you can uh, give us a little background. Okay, so he was raised Jewish and was a staunch atheist for most of his life. So it's Jews for Jesus. Is he a Jews for Jesus? No, he's completely renounced Judaism. It's no. it's a whole weird thing, but Jesus for Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he has this thing where anytime I have a meal um, at his house with him and my stepmother, um, or even out in public at restaurants, mm. they have to pray out loud before every single meal. Okay, humiliating, um, <laughs> and it's very uncomfortable. Yes, um, so so, my- sounds like it's uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so my question to you is a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, what do you think would be the best way for me to express my discomfort to them uh, okay. without offending them? Yeah. Um, and second, what would you consider to be a good middle ground solution for both parties involved? I am very familiar with this problem because I come from born again Christians. Those uh-huh. are, that is who my parents are. They were not Jewish. That's a real that's a real curveball. Um, <laughs> but they, especially my father, found religion late in life, and we prayed at at, at meals out all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is shocking and embarrassing. And I don't even mean that as like a, a Christian bashing. I just think it's showy frankly and yeah. a little bit yeah. inappropriate and just like wrong place wrong time um w- what i think 
you should do is, oh boy. Because what I used to do is like right when the prayer started, I would excuse myself and go to the bathroom. That's what my gut said. Yeah. My gut said, get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Get out of there. Just do what you just duck and roll. Yeah. I would. Does he know that you're not a born again? I mean, does he know that you're not Christian? What? I want to know. Oh, he knows. Has this been addressed in any form already with him? And what it, was the outcome? It has. Um, it, we used to argue over it when he first converted because he was like absolutely unbearable at first. But yeah. he and how old were you at that time? Huh? How old were you at that time? Um, I was in my twenties. Okay, so this all happened when you were already an adult. Yes. Okay, so you um, used to argue about it. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. And I mean, I've come to terms with most of it, and he keeps it to himself most of the time, except for the praying before meals. Are you spiritual at all? Is there any sort of higher power for you? Mm, not really. Okay. I mean, that's not how he raised me, so. Because I was going <laughs> to say, you could just ask, a middle ground could be you just ask to delete the to and the from. So if you just don't say dear God and don't say amen and just you're thanking whoever is in your head for this meal. <laughs> no, I think this is absolutely insane. I'll tell you right now. Okay. He's, you're a grown-up and he's a grown-up mm-hmm. and he is pushing his belief system and his agenda onto everyone. Mm-hmm. This is how he, I don't know about you, anything about your father, but I can tell he's a little crazy. <laughs> and this is, well, he's certainly selfish. I mean, I look, you can tell me I'm wrong about any of this, but this, no, is, this is a performance. <laughs> and whoever she is that he's married to is getting in on the act. And this is what they do together against the world. This mm-hmm. thing where they show everybody who they are at a restaurant. You're not, mm-hmm. Brian, unfortunately, was a child and had to sit through that. You have to no. sit through that when oh, you're a yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in your 20s when this happened. How, mm-hmm. how many times a year are you eating with these people? Um, maybe five. And is it a nice restaurant or any restaurant? It doesn't matter. Every Absolutely meal. Absolutely any Every restaurant. Meal. Okay. Yeah. So I think you have to say, I think it's wonderful that you have found something that you feel passionate about. I would mm-hmm. never in my life ever try to dissuade you from your beliefs i see how important this is to you and to diane whatever her name is and yvonne yvette yvonne i'm getting an yvonne (laughs) feeling yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah for sure but i think it's wonderful and i think you two should do if this is really important to you you should absolutely do that that is not how i feel as passionately Mm -hmm. as you feel about doing it I feel it's not right for me. So in Mm -hmm. the way that I would not tell you to do anything different, I would very much like that same courtesy and respect extended to me. And I would do all of this personally in an email. And I, well, no, I think, (laughs) uh, no, I think it's a phone. Well, whatever your preferred uh, method of communication, but I think it's a face-to-face and it's a very fine, because I think there's a real finality to your voice about it. And you have to, it's not a big, long conversation. It's just, I've been thinking about this. I love having dinner with you. Um, but it does. And we've, we've talked about this in the past, but I really, it's been sort of bugging me. And I just want to say, I think it's wonderful if you guys want to do that and you should continue to do it. I will excuse myself yeah. at the beginning of the meal. I don't want to make a, a big deal about it, but I don't that what you're doing. I appreciate the fact that you think you're praying for me and my food and whatever, but I'm going to express exercise my free will just the way that you are. And that does seem like a good middle ground yeah. to be like, I, I, I pray at the meal. That's fine. But when it starts, I'm going to excuse. Myself. I like that. I don't want to be blanketed 
in your prayer. I appreciate the fact that you want to do that, but I also have to. I also have to express my own boundaries. Are you from a religious family? Artist? No, my dad was an atheist growing up. Yeah, and I remember. I remember going with my friend's parents to like Catholic church, and I. The only reason I knew the Lord's prayer was because that Yaz song. <laughs> <laughs> Do they say the Lord's Prayer? Yes, like, our Father, who ought in hallowed be thy name. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, during like upstairs at Eric's or one of those. Do you think you have the courage to do that? Yes, I do. I think that it's going to be a success for you. Because I think the key is to not be confrontational about it in any way. And I think the other key is to up front tell him how happy you are for him that he is happy and that this is important to him and that you're sure he's going to understand because if he's so passionate and he has his own beliefs, of course he's going to understand that you also have your own beliefs. And if he's raised you to believe that he's raised you to think that way. I mean, you just have to do a little Jedi mind trick on him. And if he can't handle it, maybe you just, it's like, okay, then let's just have meals at our home. You know what I mean? Yeah, we shouldn't have meals out. Yeah, if he, if I would start with that because you like doing it, but if you can't do it, then maybe like, then okay, then I'll, I'll have you over. If you devolve into a teenage position during this conversation, you lose Mm -hmm. immediately. I just want you to know that immediately. Do you smoke? No. Oh. I was going to say you could pull out a cigarette every time they... Start smoking. (laughs) You should start smoking. But if you say to him, well, too bad you don't understand, but but, but," if you go into that mindset, then it's lost. It's all lost. The only way this works is if you're totally even keeled about it. And if he says, well, we're going to do it anyway, that's great. I think you should totally do it. I think that's wonderful. I will be... I'm going to excuse myself doing that. Well, but, but, you know, because he's going to try and shove it down your throat. And you just say, Mm -hmm. that's great. You just keep doing what you want to do and I'm going to do it my way. And I can't... And I love having meals with you. But if this is a deal breaker for you, then we'll do something else. What were we going to say? No, I was thinking. Oh. I, I was definitely keep and to keep the focus on yourself. You know, you're not yeah. blaming anything. And it's just what I feel. It's just what I feel comfortable. Yeah. With. Bring military enlistment papers and say I'm signing this <laughs> goddamn line if you I, make me do this. I also one more think doing a phone call is good, so you can get off the phone. So you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you can look at the timer. He wants to keep getting into yeah. it. You can be like, it's, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the phrase, I'm sorry, you feel that way. I'm sorry, you feel that way. Like, well, this is this is what's going to happen. And if you're comfortable with that, that's what we're going to do. That's it. And does, get off the phone. Does that all feel good to you, Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. Oh, good. Will you let us know how it goes? I will. Especially with the holidays coming up. I'm sure you'll have plenty of opportunities. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much and Dia, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Yeah. Okay? We don't take less than We five. don't accept anything less than five. All right. Okay, Dia. Thank you. Tell your Thank friends. You. Uh, I was curious really quick before we go to the next question. Yeah. Arden, yes. do, can you do, because you're from this part, Yes. can you do the accent? Oh, yeah. I, it's a diff- I have a different one. It's more like, Arden, has your mother? Let me just get over there. Okay. I remember when I, I spelled the word yeah. fought, fought, like F-O-T, like, oh, sick. Oh, who fought it? Oh, dis- uh-huh. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you fought it, Brian. Cut the cheese. <laughs> Are you like, saying that often? Often, whenever yeah. I'm with Brian, are you saying that? Are you also saying that in auditions when you dressed as a fireman with no pants? On? I go in and I go. Somebody's got to put out the fire in my pants because somebody cut the cheese. I fought it in here, and they're like, "This is a this is a there's a dying child in the scene, and this is not appropriate." And I'm yeah. like, "Well, I, you know, oh, you think you're better than me?" But Brian did come home to Little Compton with you. All he, I brought summer. him. To, did you Which, enjoy the pictures? It looked absolutely. We I've never had that sort talk of New about England an odd bond. Whose house was that? We 
we that was, it was my my mom my mom's friend Kathy. Yeah. I honestly felt like we were in like a Jenny Slate like like Sundance Wes Anderson. We're like, it did feel like we're that. like she's there and she's like, oh, I'm just taking a break from being a painter. But then she like falls in love with the plumber next door. Yeah, and they all just had the best names and everyone was wearing espadrilles. It was great. Yeah. It, was, it was fireflies. <laughs> you right. got very. You, I told you you could get feral and you did. I did. I got feral. Feral. What does that mean? He didn't shower. Yeah, I was like he. He just wore like his bathing suit everywhere the entire time. And oh, like, he, well, and he, that's a little known secret about Brian. He would wear a bathing. suit He loves his bathing suit. He loves it. Yeah. And then he had like a like a sweater over his shoulders, and he was like, and he was just always being married a, to a rich guy. That's right. That was like, my bad. Your father worked so hard for you. <laughs> you song. Did you figure out how to pronounce Huga yet? Here we go. Huga. 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 Like Huga Boss. Like Huga. I love that. Your Huga Boss shirt is very cute right now, Brian. Huga. All right. Hello, Rana. Thank you for, and Brian and Arden. Thank you. Thank you for coming back to advise us and make the world a better, more refined place. Great. How can I encourage guests to remove their shoes before entering my home? Of course, I'm not talking about heels. I'm noticing people are not instinctively understanding the shoes belong out, that shoes belong outside only. I don't want their germ-ridden souls in my living space, but I also feel like I'm being rude by asking them to take off their shoes. This is sometimes confirmed by eye rolls or sighs when I ask. I'm pretty sure I'm not asking in a rude manner, but I'm known for being a bossy know-it-all. So it makes sense this feedback is hard to hear from people who know me. Any advice tidbits on how to be assertive but nice, parentheses, so foreign to me, are appreciated. Is this an anonymous person? I guess it is. It is. Uh... I, I get the feeling that people are walking into your home and you're screaming, take off your <laughs> shoes at them. Because yeah. I can't understand who wouldn't... Look, everyone has their own opinion about this. Yeah. But, I mean, Asian culture, you can't wear a shoe inside a house. Absolutely not. Actually, I left out a sentence. She says, I'm pretty sure I'm not asking in a rude manner, parentheses, but it is urgent. Like, dog oh. doo-doo is probably not on your shoe bottom and therefore not on my... And therefore on my floors. Okay. It feels okay. like she's got a little bit. Here's my, I have a theory. I go to a not yeah. a very nice B&B. That was a very important. Not sentence, a very yeah. nice B&B in Vermont. And, but they, but they have a basket. They, they have a basket of like slippers right at the door. So you could come in and you take all that, you know, like, so you provide something comfortable for your guests to put on. So right. like different sizes. They have like, there's just a ton of, you can go get cheapy, but you know, get a yeah. bunch of cheapy things from Amazon. You put them in. So people know like, oh, we. We take off our shoes and we put on the slippers. Yeah. That's what I would like say. Like bowling shoes. Like bowling shoes. And that way it's sort of fun for them. Yeah. Never going to work. <laughs> no. I'll tell you why. Because this person is, it's a good thing you reread that extra sentence. This person is obsessed with germs. Yeah. So the next thing they're going to be obsessed about is that the shoes have been worn by several people. The, the and slippers. The shoes are dirty. The slippers. And the slippers are inside the house dirty. Right. You can wash right. slippers. I understand. But now this giving this person a new thing to become obsessed with. Yeah, you're right. I love your idea. You're right. So if I'm wrong and you're listening and you like that idea, go for it. I think it's wonderful. And I think also Aiden's a terrific home decorator. Yeah. And she would have a cute basket. You put a cute basket. Cute you put a little you put a little thing out and like for the people to put yeah. their shoes Add on. on just do a all style tips. Small, medium, large. Yeah. You could do it that way instead of doing sizes like bowling shoes. Exactly. Otherwise you spend all night saying, Are you a seven and a half or, <laughs> or an eight? It's kind of fun. <laughs> but you, there's, it's perfectly fine to expect people to take their shoes off when they come into your home, unless you are having a party. 
True story. If you're having a party, it wrecks the it look. It's totally inappropriate to ask people to take their shoes off. If you have a floor that you don't want people walking in high heels on, then you should have your party at a restaurant yeah. or, or a rec room or somewhere else. <laughs> but if you're having a party in your home or it's an indoor outdoor party, you just be prepared to clean up after that party and live with, you know, you close the door to your bedroom. You don't want anybody in there with their outside shoes. But it's fine to ask people to take off their shoes. You're obsessed with this and you're upset. And your energy is somehow, I think you are confronting people when they come to the door. And I think it's because you are not sure if you're entitled to ask for this thing. It's your home. If you don't want people to wear shoes, that's fine. You have to get comfortable with the idea that that's a perfectly fine notion. And you just have to say to people when they come in, which I do, Brian, of course, knows, take your shoes off. I'll tell you what, in my place, I also am a shoeless uh, shoeless, shoeless Joe Jack. What are they? What was his name? Shoeless no, Joe no, Jack. <laughs> shoeless Joe Jack. No, no. What I was gonna say is, at my place there are. I leave three pairs of shoes yes. in the front so people know. entrance, so people know. So the people know. And I'm not wearing shoes, so that people see shoes yeah. in the front entrance, and also know like. And every time someone asks me, "Oh, do you want me to take off my shoes?" What about a cute sign? Hmm. Sure. No shoes. This is a no shoes house. That's fine. Yeah, I guess yeah. if it's really that important. Yeah, because it feels well, like it's driving her nuts. Because it feels like she's expecting people to read their mind. Her mind. Not yeah. everybody no. makes you take off your shoes, so it's like not not everybody's thinking there's dog shit on everybody's shoes. I don't think about that when people well, walk no, but in. She's obsessed. With <laughs> yeah. That. So, but, like, uh, but I will say, I mean, I'm with her. I I can't understand when you go to a hotel why they don't wipe the wheels on your suitcase before they bring it into your room. Oh, you've, okay. been, you've been. You have people bring your suitcase into your room. Wait, oh, Brian, come on. She, she's got a steamer I mean, trunk. What am I going to... Is that... Talk about ruining a look. Should I schlep four bags behind me when I'm traveling? No, I look terrific. She does. She looks terrific. And I have... I am carrying an approach. We should put my shoulder out. I'd rather give a guy 20 bucks to bring my bags up to Very me. Very nice. I don't like how she lives. I know. Sweetheart, you need to take a breath. You need to... It's a no-shoes household. That's fine. But you need to get the germ thing under control a little bit. Also, I'm so, yeah. so shocked that anyone... Would be sighing or grumbling about this, and, and unless you are, they're maybe... not. It's the way that she's 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 to she's, yeah. she's putting some energy towards people. Rhonda, uh, you have never looked better. Can I just drink you? I mean, you really. I, I, it's because I'm wearing autumn. A, uh, how do I say it? Autumn hoogie. Autumn. What's the word? Autumn. Huga. Your 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 frost. Your I'm color. I'm totally Huga right now. Well, your my cut. Color, your cut. Your is fabulous. Right I now. mean, it's yeah. really working. And she's beautiful. My, I'm wearing a very cozy. Uh, I hate to tell you, shades of vanilla cashmere sweater because it's that time of year. Yeah, I'm you're starting he- to get. It's the descent into the holiday season, so I'm starting Love to it. nestle in. It's right my now. favorite time of yeah. year. It's my. I'm going to say nestle because I, I think like it's going to drive Brian crazy. I actually it was very cozy. <laughs> okay, hi Ron and Brian. First of all, you're both fabulous. Shades of vanilla. Gorgeous. <laughs> if they could see Adam, they'd say the same thing. Thank yeah. you so much. She, well, I don't have to see her. Every time she posts a picture, she looks like an absolute Hollywood movie star from 1939. She, like a starlet. Oh, yeah. my God, thank a you. A starlet, of thank course. Thank you. A starlet. A starlet. Absolutely. Yeah, a starlet. A starlet. Thank you for this new podcast. <laughs> Second, I need your advice. I'm 44 years old and still struggling to feel like a real adult. Does everyone feel this at this age? Is adulthood a myth or is it because I haven't checked off the standard benchmarks of adulthood, like buying a house, having kids, etc.? I'm in a happy 10-year partnership, rent a home I adore, and love being child-free, so these benchmarks shouldn't matter. 
And yet, I wonder if I'd feel more like a proper grown-up if I'd followed the path laid out by society. How do I stop thinking of myself as Molly as the Molly Ringwald character when I should be picturing myself as the adult who picks her up after Breakfast Club detention? Sincerely, Aaron in Oregon, different Aaron yeah. from the call. Well, I, I, you're a wrong person for me. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know how to relate. You're a breakfast. Are you the? Are you? The, I'm Molly. You're the Breakfast Club character. I'm absolutely. Molly. I'm Molly too. Yeah. I'm absolutely Molly. And, I, and maybe I, it's because we're circus performers at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I look around and I'm like, you know, how did all of my friends like, how are they not afraid to have kids? Like, we're all just like 15, right? Like, you don't know, need, I'm like, what Permanent do you mean? teenagers. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? And also, like, I do feel like there's nothing, there is something to, I think being an adult is being an adult about things, about yeah. situations. That's an excellent point. Yeah. I, I feel like I like myself more than I liked myself in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I feel more settled, but like. I, I kind of like the fact that I don't feel that like I, my insides don't feel that different. I just I right. don't hate myself as much. Yeah. You know, I think what Brian said is key because it's the the question is, do you handle things like a grown? Yeah. You can live your life however you want. I think it's wonderful that you're child free and yeah. that you get to decide to go to the movies or on vacation at a moment's notice. And I'm sure you have plenty of friends that are jealous of you for that reason. Yeah. But if you find the question is, I guess the question is, why are you asking this question? So there's obviously something that's bothering this person about the way that they're dealing with their interpersonal relationships yeah. or the way that they cope with adult problems when they present themselves. Well, and also if this person is not straight and in this partnership, there is this weird added pressure to assimilate once you're in a par- partnership. Yeah. There is just the sort of thing of like, are you, you, the choices are either you continue to buck the system and like fuck society or you're going to be what your brother and his wife are. Do you know what I mean? Like, But those aren't the only two choices. I know they're not, but the, I, I just think that people... I think that people think in those choices. Yes. Sometimes. But those are not the only choices. But I think that's exactly the answer, which is look at your job, at your workplace with you when something serious happens with your partner, when you're talking about buying a home, any of these things. These are wonderful things to be able to deal with in a mature fashion. You can still be a perennial teenager and be a mature person. You're yes. both homeowners. Yes. You're both permanent teenagers and homeowners. Yeah. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. A condo owner for me. Con- well, but, but, it, but, but you is, live in that and that's your home. Yes. It is making okay. sure that you, you are solvent <laughs> and you, and you, you like that you pay your bills on time and you respond like not like, I don't expect anybody to bail me out. I've never expect, you know, like things like I've always paid for myself and I've can like the esteemable acts of like that side of adulthood. Yes. And, but like. You know, I'm there's I live my life differently than a lot of the people I went to high school with. Yeah, like you're wearing a, a what do you call it? Uh, and I have air, one too. An airbrush, airbrush an airbrush unicorn shirt yeah. with my name on it, yeah. and your name on the back. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's true. And I it's custom, fabulous. I custom made this. I That's, know you did. I was like, I need for the five. little Compton truck. Yeah. Yes. Yep. There's my name, bottom left, bottom right. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Fourth of July. But yeah. see, you can be a homeowner and wear an airbrush unicorn t-shirt. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly the point. Yeah. But there's obviously things in your life that you don't feel you're dealing with in an adult manner. And one of those things I don't know, but diet and exercise is part of this too, mm-hmm. which is that you're getting older. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself. And if you choose to not take care of yourself, <clears throat> then you deal with the consequences. Yep. But part of that is just being a grown up. And you might be putting a lot of energy into not being a grown-up. And you might want to ask yourself why you're defeating yourself in that way. 
Also, the fact that you're in a 10-year partnership is pretty grown up. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe. I mean, truly. They maybe, met too young. No, maybe they've been coasting for 10 years. Or maybe the the partner wants to move forward and wants to buy a house or adopt, do something like that. And this person is saying, well, I thought we were just going to be grad school students forever. You know, I mean, really. And if that's what you both want, then that's fine. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting adult things and wanting nice things. It doesn't mean you have to change the freedom with which you live your life. No. That's and true. by the way, none of those things mean um, being a, a having a child yeah. or being a homeowner. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't But there is anything. another issue here because she's forty four and so she's mid middle age. This is approaching middle age, if not middle age. And I think sometimes identity yeah, is a big issue at that age because I think when people do have children, you become a mother. Yeah. So your identity, your identity shifts. You become a different person when you're a mother. You're still yourself, but you're also this other thing, and you're another thing to other people. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that does that for people, which can be very confusing, and if Aden doesn't mind, I'd like to ask her about this. Yes, yes. But when you lose a parent, yes. I know that I went through this myself. Yes. Of course. I'm not a spring chicken. You look fantastic. Thank you look you. fantastic. I do. I've your skin looked, is I've amazing. I've always looked terrific. I want your I full know. list. I take care of I myself. need everything. Well, I swim every day. It's a grown-up thing to do. Do you? Of course. <laughs> Sorry. Or I take a brisk, brisk fall walk, of course. Yeah. I love when my cheeks get cold. Like Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> I don't want anything else cold, but I want my cheeks cold. You're New England. Yeah. You're New England. You're wonderful. not afraid of it. Well, that's why my skin's wonderful. It you is. Know, it's beautiful. If I lived in Australia, you'd think I was 138 years old. No, yeah. you look yeah. great. Yeah, it'd be Look you, like look like was, a, you look like a hot cup of cider. Like an old glove. Uh, <laughs> but when you lose a parent, your identity also shifts. Yeah. A lot of your relationships in life are in relation to other people. Yeah. That could be to a child. You're looking to the next generation or looking above how a parent treats you. Yeah. And I'm curious. I know you've had experienced a lot of loss in the last couple of years with, yeah. your, with your, both of your parents. Losing yeah. both of your parents. Yeah, quickly. And I wonder if that made you feel more adult in any way or if you felt you were already grown up enough to deal with it sort of does that make any sense no it does actually so my dad died he was sick for a long time he died I guess two years ago and and it was he was tricky but it was surprisingly and we you know he was dying forever so it was a relief but it was surprisingly hard when he died and then my mom died six months like so like a year and a half later just out of the blue and I remember so awful. I'm it so was sorry. awful. And, and and I know you were very close. With we were. Mother. She was yeah. great. And she was, you know, literally she she just got back from Miami. She was selling houses and like vibrant. So yeah. Vibrant, and yeah. nobody could get in touch with her. And they just found her on the floor. And like I but I do remember the day I found out one. I'm going to say one of the first things I thought was first of all, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have any parents. Like what? Like both of her parents lived into their 90s, like well into their 90s. And then I remember thinking she raised my brother and I in a way that even though we're devastated, I know she taught me how to be a person on Earth. So like I know how to pay my tax. Like I was aware like. I know I, I know how to pay my taxes. I will figure out how to find her social security number for this. Mm-hmm. Like I know how I was aware that she taught me how to stand on my own two feet and that I was okay to take care of myself, but that I was just going to miss her. And there's a real comfort to that. Yeah. This if this if if Aaron is acting a bit adolescent about things. Yeah. 
you should also know that doing things in an adult manner can feel wonderful. Yeah. It can feel, I mean, signing the papers on your condo, Brian, must have felt like a real achievement. It did, actually. And then every day after the day you sign the papers on the condo, you live like a teenager whose parents left the house. Am I wrong? You got it. <laughs> Am I not wrong? Your room is like a giant teenager's bedroom. You decorated it the way you like it. Yes. You have everything how you like it. You have the food in the fridge the yep. way you like it. You go to bed when you want to. You I get do. up when you want to. I go to bed at the and, latest at 10. And no joke. I love that. You do. You're an early bird. But, and you have nice boundaries around but it. It's I, a, do. I do. But, it's, but, you're, having a, but you're having a blast. Yeah. Oh, I love it's it. It's not because I've someone told you you have to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Well, no. maybe a therapist, but but it's not that. It's that that's how you want to do things. Yeah. So if you want to eat 12 Pop-Tarts, you can. I don't anymore. I'm not eight anymore. days yeah. with no sugar. Oh, my God. And that changed my sober. life. That it, changed my life. Cha- so. That changed my life. You're a forever no sugar. But because because I'm a monster. Me I, too. Because me I'm too. a cookie monster. Monster. So, so yeah. that was a game changer for me. Ron always says the problem's not the cookie. The problem's the person. I see She's the, right. The problem's not the brownie. She's right. You're the problem. She's right. Yeah. She's right. Just don't blame it on the brownie. Yeah, I am the problem. And I was able to see the problem. No, no, no. I'm the problem. And I. But by the way, after a week, it gets so far at least much easier much easier no, the first few days are off no no, no, no right. you're jonesing you're, you're, you are literally going through a detox yeah. you are yes. de- and you have headaches I remember I had headaches I was angry yeah and I couldn't stop napping yeah yes I was like a raging napper like <laughs> but listen to this adult conversation that yeah. you're having yeah you both decided that's not good for me yeah. anymore. I don't like the way it feels I'm going to be mindful about this I'll and s- I mean this is what you need to do Aaron you need Get to be, and you need to be mindful <laughs> about the decisions that you make. And I know that's the catchphrase these days. I'm, but you need to think about why am I doing this? Just because I used to do it all the time, or does it serve me? This behavior does it serve? Me? I will say two more gifts of grief, and yeah. one thing. One thing I also thought the first day was like, well, in a year I can either be sad or I can be sad, fat, and broke. And I was like, art, and I was shooting Insatiable, and I was like, it was like wow. the first episode back, and I thought, you know what? This is a great job for me and I'm not going to fuck it up. And like, and I'm not going to go eat everything in sight so I can't fit into my class. So that like in a year I've ruined my career, I've blown a job and I'm like uncastable because I've eaten my way, to, you know, that you should cut me out of uh, my right. house. So, which I certainly could do. You, you, know, you think you could like, gain 200 pounds? Oh yeah. Yes. I could in a minute. It, I could in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, so I remember just it's like going, you know what? Like, I'm not going to do God. that. I'm not going to. It's a good to thing do- we didn't get snacks today. <laughs> okay. But then the second thing I also realized, one of the gifts of grief, and I think part of adulthood is your body. And I wish I did this all the time, but like my body instinctively knows like during this heightened time who I want to be with, what feels good and what I like. So mm-hmm. you see who, what friends you don't want to see and what friends you do want to see. Like yes. this, Brian asked me to do, I was like, that sounds fun. And I just canceled like a stand up gig for, I was like, I don't want to go do, I don't want to get judged in a bar, you know, like things like yes. what is, what feels good. Life is short. How are you spending yeah. your time? And like, who's fun, who feels yep. good, who feels safe. And like, and if I could, when, you know, when this all passes, I hope to remember that. Because I feel like that's an adult thing that I don't I think have it's to. A, and I don't think it will be temporary. I don't. I th- think it's for the rest of your life. Yeah, I think and from the, my personal experience, yeah. that is what happens when you realize that your time is limited on this. Yeah. Point. And that's the other thing, obviously, she's dealing with her mortality on some level. Yeah. You realize that how you spend your time matters and how you love other people matters. Yeah. And who you love matters. And that. Oh, there are a lot of people out there that maybe don't want the best for you. Yeah. And that 
it's your job, as Brian has been talking about setting his boundaries yeah. more distinctly in the last uh, year or so. It's your job to say, no, thank you. That's right. Just like it was the college job. is the college job to say to her father, I love having dinner That's with right. you. I don't want to do it this way. Yeah. And so if we want to have dinner together, And your father will ever see you differently. Yeah. If you if you fly that plane. I know. He'll see you as a grown up. Yeah. yeah. And he might be weird at first, but then he'll get used to it when he sees yes. Because you can't Always cross your own boundaries. Because I remember when I started setting boundaries, then I would be like, oh, okay, just, just kidding. It's like. You're the no. one that cannot cross your own boundary. Once you somebody, have to take care of And they yourself. see that you're not kidding. Yeah. So that, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, it's about identity for them too. Yeah. Her father sees her as a child that he can do whatever he wants around. Yeah. She's a grown-up. She can have limits. She has her own She can have will. limits. Yes. Yeah. Terrific. We have one more. Okay. And this one's a hot ticket. Where's this <laughs> one? Who's reading this one? What did I do with mine? Oh. I think I'll read it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Though you only read one today. I don't care. I love listening to Rana's accent. I've been reading for years. Okay. Well, you can answer first. How okay. does that sound? Okay. This is our last question for the day. And then we have to do our giveaway. That's right. Dear Rana and Brian, I'm a successful entrepreneur who started my business while I was in college. I'm aware of how fortunate I am and have used my wealth to help those less fortunate than I, including making sizable donations to public school districts across the country. I am a devoted family man, and my wife and I have spoken publicly about our fertility issues in order to break the stigma that surrounds those things. Huh. I have grown my company to be one of the largest in my field, and while we have made our fair share of mistakes, we strive to bring communities closer together, whatever they stand for. Wow. Okay. I feel like we have succeeded. Recently, we've rebranded. It was a small but significant change, and I'm really proud of it. And yet, Rana... And yet, people don't seem to like me very much. I get mocked for my haircut. I get mocked when I sweat too much. It's because of a medical condition. I get blamed for election outcomes. I, I only voted once. They even made a movie about what an asshole I am. They say I smirk. I don't smirk. I just get nervous like everyone else. It's just hard sometimes when you're so much smarter than everyone else. I'm sure you get it. It really sucks, Rana. No one likes me. What can I do so that my public persona improves and that people see me more as I see myself? A wonderful American success story who changed the world. Warmly, melancholy in Menlo Park, California. No name. And uh, this person chooses to remain anonymous. Oh, I got to know who it is. I would say. Who do you think it is? I think it's. Can I say it? Who does she think Who it do is? you think it no, is? No, who do you think it is? I who think, do you think it is? My brain is literally, I, I don't know where Menlo Park is. It's in Silicon Valley. Okay. Okay. He gets mocked. He gets mocked. He gets mocked and his company is one of the biggest in the world. Okay. Is, is it Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> I think it is. I think it's Mark Zuckerberg. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate because he's okay. just, he he has it's to not, remain It's anonymous. not Elon. It's not Elon. No. Stop running goddamn political ads would be my advice. Oh, my God. It's, I think Mark, people, it's Mark Zuckerberg. I think people would I like you a lot I only voted once. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. 
People, I didn't know about a sweating condition. Does he sweat? Yeah, he has that hypo something around. Does he really? I don't know why he doesn't get the Botox. I love that he loves your show, though. That's so nice that he reached out. He sees you as a as a an equal. Look, as I said, this is an anonymous person. We don't know who this is. He seems like he's having a really hard time. He this person. Is definitely having an image problem. Sure, have a little having a little trouble at work. He wears the same outfit every day, doesn't he? Probably what? that sweatshirt. He gets right? that bowl cut for that reason, so that he doesn't have to think about it. I think <laughs> the should... bowl cut is probably to keep the sweat out of his brow. But oh. I I don't want to speculate no. on his appearance uh. or his. I think <laughs> this person has taken the the expression "think locally, act globally" a little too to heart. I think it, yeah. yeah. I think you make a few too many decisions that are good for you and that aren't good for everybody else. But I also think, I, what I want to say to this guy is, <laughs> there's no shame in stepping down from your company. Okay. Or in changing the structure of how your company is run. The problem really is that you never <laughs> knew what this was going to grow into. And you don't want the responsibility that goes along with this. You, This company has the power of one of the 10 biggest countries in the world. They, they they have the power to sway elections. They have the power to sway minds. And they have a hand. Be, people that don't have a place to live have Facebook. I think many people who have, um, <laughs> who are billionaires, yeah. I think for them, like water seeks its own level. I think they only want to be around people who are that Agreed. rich. Agreed, 100%. And they only want to influence the world. I don't think you rise to the top and stay at the top like that without and become what you've yes. what become without being a completely selfish, made borderline horrible person. This and I hate to sound like an anarchist, but I do think it's I think I think it's insane that this country has billionaires. Yeah. And I think it's insane that this person lives in California and is doing nothing about the housing crisis here. Yeah. Whereas Apple just committed to and Google just committed to and Facebook never commits to it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But all of that goes back to what I'm saying, which is you're not really up to the task to running a company that has a social component to it. This guy really lives a very small... I'm not willing to sit here and say he's a horrible person. I'm not. I think he is a person... I think he's like a dog with a bone. He gets an idea and then he wants to make that thing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And he doesn't like anything that stops... That gets in the way of him completing that math problem. He's taking himself to the moon. That's how he sees it. And so you're getting in the way of his journey to the moon. And when people stop him to say, okay, we we get it, Mark, but you have to understand this is tiny Central African Republic that is now having an election. The... There's the guy that's been the dictator for 25 years, and then there's the the social unrest. And so all of these people are going to die if this thing happens this way. It's like that is the point at which becomes noise to him. He can only understand his personal goals, and he absolutely takes personally what happens to the company. This is my opinion. That he, not unlike Trump, is living, is playing a tiny game. All these people are saying, what's your policy for this? What's your policy for that? He doesn't have a policy. His policy is to be number one at what he has chosen to do. Self-care to the extreme. And so he, they do have things that have affected their life that they've been very charitable about, public schools. And, and I think, I do think he has a political agenda, of course, in his own life. But I think he's a little bit of a coward. And so he needs to, he's on the fence about this. 
He doesn't want the responsibility, the social responsibility that goes with running this company, but he also doesn't want to give up the company. And that is why I think, and I don't know anything about business or how companies are structured, but I think he needs to take on some sort of like an executive chairman role or something like that and let somebody else start steering these policies who isn't just, you're not in, speaking of being a grown-up, pardon me, you're not in your dorm room anymore. And just because you've chosen to live in a smaller house in Menlo Park, they don't live extravag- no, extravagantly. No, they live in a, in a Because townhouse. he wants to... No, they don't live in a townhouse. They live in like a two $6 million houses next to each other in Menlo Park. But in Menlo Park, a $6 million house is just a suburban house. Right. It, the house it's he, crazy. He lives Millionaires in, are so down to earth. He, that is what I've But he <laughs> lives in... My point is the real estate in Silicon Valley is oh, insane. insane. Oh, it's yeah. insane. And he lives in a house very much probably like the house he grew up in. He, they do not live extravagantly. But money to him is ho- it's a hoarding thing. That's how he knows he's that's his ranking. Just like we're number one on the comedy charts on, I- right. on iTunes for our podcast. That matters to us. We're a hit. We're a huge hit. I he love wants he- to be a hit. That's why he that's listens. He that's why he listens that to you. Why he that's un- why he listens. But unfortunately, <laughs> there's a lot of other things that come with that kind of success and that kind of power. And he is not equipped to handle them. And he's not mature enough to handle them. He was smirking. Uh, in front of Congress, he was. I do believe he was nervous, but I also believe he should not handle that by now. Yeah, and he needs somebody else to take on some of these responsibilities. And also, the train has left the station; it's too late. You, it, the thing that you put into motion is affecting lives and democracies around the world. I hope step up, be a grown up, take responsibility, and I don't care if you lose thirty billion in the process; you'll still have seventy to sit on. You want to know the worst thing? Yeah, he absolutely lets people with shoes walk in there, walk in his house. Yes, he no does. No problem for him. Can you imagine anything more stressful <laughs> than, than sitting in front of Congress? Can no. you imagine? No, I, I don't think it would be very stressful. I at would all. blow my brain. Out. Wouldn't it, I, I would don't do. Think I it would, would be... rather, even if I was like doing a positive thing, I would rather. If you have nothing, no if you have just... nothing to hide. And you're answering questions honestly, and you can be composed. I can't be composed. Then you, then there's no, there's no problem with that whatsoever. You're stronger than I am, Rana. I'm, I'm afraid no, of people. I'm more, I, of, I'm I more of an indoor I, cat. I just know what I believe. I, you know, I love it. That's why I listen. That's why I come to you. I come to you as like my guru. And I'm sorry, I, I wore my duck boots. I'm sorry. Do you think he's cute? Mark? Yeah. No, no. Do you, Rana? No. I mean... I kind of do. Do you? you know, a little well, bit. Just a little bit. I'm not even on Facebook anymore. I'm so disgusted by it, but I am... There's a part well, of... Well, ask that, Rana's on Facebook, so slow down Just kidding. I like beady eyes. And okay. that's real. I believe you. Do you yeah. really? I do. I think it's sort of cute. Dirty. Dirty. Oh, yeah. It's like a little so, dirty. Sociopathy. There's just something like... Beady eyes. You're Who gonna, ever said that? I love beady eyes. There's just something that's like... Hey, don't ask how I got the money, but I got the money. I love it. That's right. That's like your Wait. father worked so hard for you. Give it me the is. phone. 40, Give me the phone, Kimberly. Forty-five seconds give me the after phone. he said he wants to do with, away with all billionaires. Meanwhile, I do. Yeah. You, you, give me the phone. What if one asked you out? You'd say, "I want you to give away a hundred million so that Warren we can Buffett's get married." The only guy. I love him. I, I, I love him. I love him. I love him. I watched his documentary. Oh, it was wonderful. It's so good. I know. I think about the car analogy all the time. What was it? He said, oh, this is, when, right. imagine you could only buy a car at one time in your life when you were 20 years old, I think he said. Yeah. You can buy, you buy a car. Think about what kind of car you're going to buy. It's the only car you're going to have for the rest of your life. So you have to take care of it for the, your entire life. And that's how you should feel about your body. 
you only get one cut. Wow. And you have to do everything you can to take care of that. I like that. He needs breakfast but, but, at McDonald's. Every day. Which McDonald's does have a terrific breakfast. That's I love the best say, meal right? I, I wish we could do that as our giveaway. I love an egg McMuffin. You know what? I love an egg McMuffin. That's what we're doing. Great. Get, get, get McDonald's gifts get cut. That's great. be our giveaway. Great. Oh my God, I would love that. I would love that. we could do the Silver Lake wine. Which do you want to do? McDonald's. 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 Because we don't know if people drink. That's the only reason why I don't want to do the other one. That's McDonald's. But who doesn't do love one. breakfast at McDonald's? Did you, you have to just promise that's the, you'll only use it for breakfast You got my new book, Sexual Outlaw Ex- Erotic Mystic. We got it. <laughs> oh, can we say... We- yeah, we can. I, but, it's, but, book, uh, I, but I don't have a, I don't have a link yet, so I'll have to come back. But Arden has a book coming out. I have a book coming out. Is that right? Next fall, but I don't have a pre-sale link, so I, please have me back because I need my. I'm dying to be on the a well, bestseller list. You need to sell will, eight thousand copies. We will absolutely have you back. Thank you. If this show does well with you as a guest, of course it will. No, no, we're going to keep track. Oh, of oh, how my, it me as a guest. Oh, no, so I get you it. have I get a social it. media responsibility. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I get it. Do we have a title yet? Or yes, we, Little Miss Little Compton. That's right. <laughs> little Miss Little Compton. So good. And uh, yeah, and it'll come out next fall, but there's no pre-sale link And who's the yet. publisher? Um, it's a division of Hachette. It's Running Press. Terrific. Fabulous. So Fabulous. excited. All right, Brian, let's tell Adam about our giveaway. Let's do it. So today, Arden, or actually every week we give away something to our favorite question. So every last week we gave away a body scrub. The week before we gave away- It's something that we love. Love yes. That we would share with other people. Great. So- I think Which McDonald's person? breakfast is not an elevated enough giveaway. I love McDonald's. Which Anybody per- can have McDonald's. I Which love it. Which person do you think should get the giveaway? And I'll recap. Great. So there's Aaron with the praying father. There's uh, the uh, Huga. 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 Uh, there is the guest removing shoes. And there is becoming a real grown up. <laughs> Who deserves think- McDonald's we and more wine? We can't have Mark, Mark Zuckerberg to McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. You know what? He, he's chock a block. I'm sure McDonald's he's breakfast. already eating these. Yeah. saw that okay. Ron Buffett eats at McDonald's. I'm going to say, McDonald's. I'm going to give it to. Um, uh, religious dad because that feels like threading a needle and she seemed to really appreciate your advice and I think it actually is going to make a big difference in her family and her life I agree and I think actually what we'll do is we'll write to her and if see if she if she drinks we're going to send her the gorgeous wine that George recommended from Silver Lake wine because and she definitely deserves a drink after having that yeah and if not she deserves an egg McMuffin either way she gets an egg McMuffin that's right exactly yeah uh, Arden yes sir I, we love you so much thank you so much and where can people find you at Arden Marine it's at Arden Marine looks like little Addie Myron it's A-R-D-E-N M-Y-R-I-N my preference is really Instagram yes I like Instagram yeah and look for little Mi- and watch Insatiable on watch Insatiable season 2 everyone's watching and uh uh, my my bachelor podcast is going to be on iHeartRadio starting in January. Will you, you accept, accept this rose? rose? And then, um, and then my book, Little Miss Little Compton, is coming out next fall. You're never not very busy. Listen, I'm never yeah, not very busy. I want you to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank I you know it's so probably going to be a bit tricky. I'm going to Mexico. Difficult. You are. Where I, are you, you going to go? I'm going to go to Punta Mita. Great. Because I feel like if you're grieving to me, you need to look at the calendar sunshine, and see where the bridge is out chip. and go just plan something different and something kind of fun. I think that's a terrific so, piece of Thanksgiving advice. Thanksgiving is a week in Punta Mita. You got to go to Tijuana. I'm going to go to Tijuana. Okay. I'm going to do some dancing in Tijuana. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to Tijuana. Go to Tijuana, the tail end of the trip. So if you get arrested, it's at the end, not right. at the beginning. I'll do it at the end. Tail end. Great. Okay. Kiss, kiss. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. And happy Thanksgiving to all of our wonderful listeners. Thank you for making us number one in comedy on. <laughs> 
Juana, do you pick me up at or do what? How does it work? At the ferry, we'll talk about. We'll we'll do app planning. Yeah, I'll just get it right. Subscribe, rate. What do they need to do? Uh, Subscribe, rate, review. Five stars only. Five star- That's we're all only we're accepting. accepting yeah. Five stars. Yeah. This pe- this um, polling <laughs> station is close to anything less than five stars. That's right. All right. Kiss, 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 kiss. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.